back again. <laughs> if you will, this your boy Will, aka Kibble. My boy A always get on my head. One third of Duke and Kibble's untitled. Yes, sir. And a partner in crime of if you will. There you go. Back again with my boy A. What's up, y'all? Another week, another week. We're a few weeks out from Christmas. How y'all doing? Man, fuck Christmas. Pagan ass holiday. And then we got we got Easy we got hear. we got attitude for days. Upset about this, upset about that. She can make her eyes look at each other when she mad at Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the and Cajun from the Kansas City native area. Smith Swiss Uh you will not do that. What's up, y'all? Oh, what the hell kind of was dry? What the, what's up, y'all? Because you just got through flaming my ass. You just want me to be excited? Let me, let me introduce my boy, Big, Big Mike. Introduce yourself, Big Bruh. Hold on. First off, we need to introduce yourself. He's let me introduce my boy, and then he told you to introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm just kind of excited, man. It's my boy. That's why we don't get him wine. Yeah, this, right. this is not me this time. <laughs> man, it's your boy, Mike, for it, man. Just, uh... My boy told me about coming through, so I did that. Yes, sir. See what's going on? <laughs> oh, I said I'm coming through because I did that. <laughs> hey, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's too I early did. today. It's too early. That's why I'm gonna give you wine, hey man. Hey man, we having a good time. We got five bottles of wine. If y'all didn't know, <clears throat> Miss Swiss Wife was a borderline alcoholic. The fuck up! You supplied the alcohol. Hi, she was the alcoholic. I do not do such things. I don't condone alcohol violence. Oh, okay. Look, hey, <laughs> let's start this show. First topic? First first topic is we want to talk about, did y'all hear about the Starbucks worker that got fired for, I, he? you know how they, when you go to Starbucks, you order coffee, they put your name on a cup. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he put pig on a police officer's cup. And no, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put that on a cup. It was some outrage. He definitely lost his job. You, uh, you, I'm trying to figure out what the problem you, is. You missed the part. What happened? So you didn't see the, the the video with it or the pictures with it? Uh uh-uh. uh. So when they put he put pig on the cup, he put with the creamer, he made a pig in the cup. Yeah. Oh, he was he took his time with this. Oh one. yeah. Took his time with it. Definitely planned out. I, I, I don't see the for that burn. I don't see the the problem with what he did. Well, as a professional said, that Starbucks is supposed to be is held to a different standard. I mean, not only that, it Wasn't is they just kicking niggas out. Okay, it's a, him putting pig on a cup is the same difference as them putting on a cup when the person got fired saying that black person. No, I'm talking about the two black dudes that was in there working on the computers. They they kicked them out. Yes, yeah. they but kicked them out. The, the cup etiquette. And now is, they got diversity training. It's different though. Yeah, the cup etiquette is is is, is still the same thing. It's like the person put the that black per, that black guy and got fired for that. It's the same difference. I feel like well, if think, you, it seems like you took it to a whole other level. If you're gonna if you're gonna take your time. To create this image within the cup, and, I would have just thought it was funny. And too. you labeled it, and you uh, handed the man the cup, like like you said, bro. If it said if it was a woman, and he just put bitch, bitch. on the front of that cup and gave it to her, like yeah, that's that that's who I made the order for. That's a derogatory term, and you subject to get fired or discipline for that type of you behavior, bro. That's what happened. And like Unless if it bitch. said nigga, we'd be he, feeling real bad like that too. Because he knew the job was dangerous when he, he took it at this point. That ain't danger, though. That's him who, being stupid. If he would have did that, though, if he would have put a nigga on there, it depends on who's making my coffee at that time. <laughs> even though I don't even fucking drink coffee. But if a motherfucker made it, he'd be like, all right, nigga. I'd be like, shit, appreciate it, nigga. All right, take it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Uh-uh, I'm, I'm going to get some money out that. And you ain't shit. I am. I'm going to sue the fuck out of Starbucks if they ever put a nigga on, on a cup of coffee. I buy. Even if it's a nigga that made your coffee. Even if it's a nigga, I'm going to say, hey, this nigga's racist. I will tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm I ain't no racist nigga, but this nigga here is a racist nigga, nigga. I need a hundred thousand. <laughs> I need hundred and fifty thousand. We can sell it out of court for twenty. It ain't even wait over, wait over there, fool. <laughs> Stupid. Gave me that shit. I've been like, nigga. <laughs> Thank you. This, this, this man. All right, Nico. Don't do this shit no more, though. Like, I would have been shocked. I would have been shocked. I was good. Somebody else could have picked my shit up. I'm like, right. damn. I said, that. I'm like, that's your car out there, right? That, that 92 Chevy? Oh, okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> we cool. I, I, I just think that clearly this was a person that didn't value their job. I mean, you make decisions like this. Like, I remember, like, working at fast food or whatever, and you get a girl a number while you're on the clock. That's a risk. And you know, 
I almost feel like it was a dare or some shit like that. It had to be. It had to be something stupid. Put that shit in there. It had to be something stupid. And I mean, maybe it was a little bit of lighthearted banter between him and the cop. Maybe. And he might be like, oh man, this will be funny. I bet you won't. I bet you I will. Mm-hmm. He could have given it to this motherfucker. And he could have. He could have knew. He Nobody's have. just going to do that to somebody, Ram. I, I agree with y'all. Well. Unless you're just that much of stupid. an asshole. You're just really trying to be funny. Not necessarily even an asshole. People are just stupid. Yeah, and everybody do shit for social media and views and exactly. to go viral and shit all the time. So I mean, but he deserved what he got. Yeah, I mean, you deserve you better be terminated for that type of shit. Yeah, a derogatory term. Like the old boy talking about. Oh man, I can't see the ball with uh, was it Lamar Jackson has the ball? Oh, I can't see that because yeah. it's so dark. And I'm oh, like, but they fired his ass quick, fast, and hurry. Hell yeah! He was like, nigga, you will not represent my brand with that shit. That's, hey, he was. I don't know where he was going with that shit. That nigga, that shit was with nobody talking. It was complete silence. He's like, yeah, he's very good at faking the handoff and I think it's got something to do with his dark complexion with the dark ball and the he's like taking his time he's like talking that real slow did, in the dark uniform I said damn <laughs> he, he got a text message they like hey don't come to work tomorrow <laughs> he's like before <laughs> the game's before over, the game's hey, over. Hey, take your headset off and just come like, down and talk does, to man. Hey, uh, they want to holler at you you got you know come off the air and be like oh, well who is it <laughs> nigga unemployment don't <laughs> 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 no, hit that paperwork fam here's the last check we ain't even gonna mail this motherfucker to you I bet you the person he was commentating with was sitting next to him like, you just call him a nigga. Right, right. I'm calling him a nigga. Right. As soon as they said that, he said that she dude was like, hmm, did that really just happen? Man. If it was a white dude, he probably was like, nigga, you tripping. <laughs> right, white dude was like, hey, man, we can't say that shit. <laughs> Who can't say that shit? That shit crazy. Like, oh, I can just see it like that. His partner was quiet as fuck. He was just like... Well, Bob, first down. <laughs> Everybody text Bob like, Bob, that nigga's gone. <laughs> you hold it down. That motherfucker got a whole text conversation going on about him. He's oblivious about what's going on. But he's sitting there like, uh, yeah, so uh, we got Lamar Jackson with the ball taking a snap. And then he's like, everybody looking like, nigga, you out this motherfucker. Hey, yeah, yeah, he turns to me that real bro. quick. He's like, oh, yeah, that was a great play by a great quarterback. Nah, nah it's too nigga, late, big bro. You're gone, bro. Take it in. Try to save it later. Yeah. I have black friends. He said this shit for the for the air for the air went exactly. out. <laughs> like, and, and that's that's the saving grace of a white person. They be like, oh, man, I've got plenty of black friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you gotta say that, then you don't. Like okay then. <laughs> <laughs> give me a candle tomorrow. See if see if they can get you high. Mm-hmm. These are twenty five dollar candles because for nine fifty. Okay. You gonna need one. But yeah, for that one. No, I don't. How he got fired? He should have been fired. Let him go. Yeah. yeah, and the words are frozen. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up. Oh, he Next topic. Yeah, yeah, he earned that shit. We're well, gonna go to your favorite person in the whole wide world. Who? Bow Wow. Oh fuck. Hey, that ain't my shit. nigga. That's your nigga. Yeah, no. Nah, a couple episodes ago, you came with that fucking year two thousand uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. shirt on. That was from Chris Brown's concert. So shut up. Oh, but when he was just here, don't do that. Uh, I didn't come out with a fucking Scream Tour t-shirt. I thought you did have one. No, no I did not. With the goat tour. Thank you. Uh, my bad. Disrespectful, nigga. Ooh. Right. Disrespectful. Right. You're a little sensitive about Chris Brown. You talk about me and Kanye, but you and Chris Brown got something going on. I have a, I have a confession. Kanye. This Kanye album is really starting to grow on me just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I was playing it at work and I was shuffling papers. Yes. You know, everybody's like, you kicking. I'm standing up at my desk, obviously moving stuff around, changing my files. I'm like, it's, I'm going from three to four, and that's it. I, I keep what? the same four songs oh, in rotation. Them songs? Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. I knew you liked it. The album is garbage. It's not, though. It's, it's, I said it's starting to grow. It's garbage me. juice. It took a couple of oh, listens. Wow. That's all it took. That's. Is that stuff that? Yes, it's been sitting there for the months and months upon months in the summertime. I don't even use this word, but it's putrid. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Definition, <laughs> please. Thank you. you know, word, that word that's beyond word. disgusting. It's beyond disgusting. It's a oh. atrocious smell. It's disgusting on all putrid. levels. Yeah, yes. I better stop talking about boy like this. The word of the day is what? Putrid. Putrid. Words are hard. I don't want to fuck it up. I'm never gonna say no shit I don't know about. Hey, that's why. That's why I brought my boy here tonight. Cause he's a man with the vocabulary, and he just blessed me with another word today, my boy. He has, he's trying to say something else, but he had to catch it. Says like it ain't gonna sound right. Yeah. <laughs> put my words together. <laughs> Let me get my words together before I say something that's gonna sound. I've been drinking. They're gonna make me sound pizza. We gonna try that one day. I don't crack it up, man. Hey, y'all gonna stop talking about my boy, yeah, yay. 
Y'all gonna listen to the album and y'all gonna love it. I'm you gotta sorry. take it for what it's worth. I, it's a gospel I, album. I hate but he I, did it better than anybody I've listened I, to I, recently. I, 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 he ain't better than, than Kurt Franklin. Better than Kurt Franklin. Oh man, that's horrible. You gonna disrespect the man that was addicted to porn like that? Shit. Ply's big brother gonna definitely nah, get disrespected. Like, like, like Bow Wow's little mama, <laughs> Ply's is, is Kurt Franklin. Yeah, that's <laughs> doppelganger. <laughs> Living a whole different life. So with Bow Wow, Bow Wow, somebody he about to put an album out, but he gonna make the album and he gonna charge a thousand dollars for the album. Bag of dicks. Yeah, yeah. never gonna make money off that album. He's, Bag of dicks. I don't know who What he thinks, he thinks way too. In my opinion, it just seems like he thinks way too highly of himself. Yeah. Well, you gotta think highly of yourself because nobody else is. They're definitely not gonna think that, especially if you charge a thousand dollars for your album. Like They're gonna be like nigga. Better get over here with Ja Rule, nigga, and sell this shit. At the trunk of your fucking ja car, fam. Ja Rule ain't, since he didn't got big, he ain't seen Ja Rule. Oh, baby. Only person paying attention is Ja Rule. Ja Rule? He don't gotta make music no more. He beating the shit out of niggas. He's security now. Got a real job and shit. Nigga working security for DMX or some shit. NBA Young Boy security. NBA Young Boy like, nigga, uh, nigga, when you a rapper? Ja, yo, what up, nigga? Like, whoa, 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 bro, calm down. Don't hit this nigga. But uh, back in the oh, day, Bible was a hit though. I, I, Bible was a shit over Romeo back in the day. Uh, I would, this is true. Uh, yeah, it I'm was, but I would say that, like... They had a hell of a few. My whole thing with, with Bow Wow is he reached his peak when he was, like, 13. So it was like... The nigga still looked 13. When, I'm yeah. when the nigga was Mr. 106 is when he was at his... At his peak, <laughs> He's yes. at the mountaintop. Yeah. He's right. at Everest. He was crib walking and, and yeah. like Mike. Nigga had the longest hair. Young baby face. Yep. Nigga still got the baby face. Nigga came <laughs> He still looked the same. Man. Nigga can't stand He tripping. He tripping like... still the same height. Right. He tripping like a mug. He had a, he been the same height as like Mike. He had the size yeah. seven shoe his whole life. You know, the he got the cheap shoes. <laughs> you ain't right. You ain't right. You ain't bumping like hey, a bum. I used to like him growing up. But Pant charging a thousand dollars for a song, nigga, in an era where music is free. All yeah. you got to do is subscribe to Look. Spotify or whatever. You can go to YouTube. Niggas ain't buying albums no more. You talking about buying nigga. a thousand, spending a thousand dollars on your album. You nigga, I rock real hard with my motherfucking Pandora for free. Yes. And my, I don't give a fuck about them commercials. My thing is, he got making for the money that he lost trying to make an album. That nigga his past two albums probably flops. He has to make up for the past two albums. If he get his, like, he, he doing that shit. If you get your family to buy all the shit, then, you he know, you get that, probably He go buy his own money. shit and get his own money back. Exactly. He's like, man, I sold 10 albums today. He's selling shit out the truck of his car. That nigga just need to stay getting NCIS money. <laughs> right. NCIS now? Whatever it is. That, uh, cool. What the fuck? It? It's, a, it's a NCIS. One of them. I can't remember which one it is. But the nigga's on TV. Yeah. So yeah. stay with that shit. Nigga, ain't, he ain't too good of an actor. He is not, but shit, they. I'd I seen Larry sick a couple times. Damn. <laughs> the nigga ain't that good of a fucking artist neither, but shit, he keep on trying. Uh, the old school Bow Wow was. Old school was, Bow Wow was way better. He was, he was close. He was, he was almost in Chris Brown lane back then. Almost before Chris Brown. Yeah, he yeah. probably was. He held, the, he held the fucking torch before Chris Brown. Yeah, and then yep. after that, he just went downhill. Cause you ain't as fresh as I'm not entertaining this Bow Wow conversation. $1,000 for a whack-ass album? Man, I bet you're going to go buy that motherfucker. No, the fuck I, I will not. I'm not even downloading that I shit. I can't trust you no more after you said the Yeezy album was growing on you. You're going to be on Pandora listening to Bow Wow. Hey, don't disrespect. Yay. I'm telling you, boy. You give it a try. You ain't give it a try, Good man. friends are hard to find. Oh. <laughs> man, mama, you don't even listen to rap. My mama always told me friends will change on you. <laughs> right. Man, mama was right. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. Like I thought, yeah, me, and nah. you, me and you was on the same level, and you talking about this growing on you. Man, you better cut that motherfucker off. <laughs> man, look, forget y'all, man. Look, next subject. What are we talking about? All right, so this is the one I really want to talk about. Being that it's the holiday season. I'm sorry, that was some funny shit. Being, being that it's the holiday, you distracted. <laughs> so y'all, I, I gotta say this joke. It said, "Y'all swear y'all babies got good hair until that little placenta perm go away." Oh, dead. <laughs> I mean, fucking crazy. Okay, man. moving on. All right, so look, next section. Did you believe in Santa Claus as a kid? Now I want everybody to event, answer this one individually. Event. That was an event. Mm-hmm. No. Don't get this first. No. And give a reason why. Okay. So, did you believe in Santa as a kid? Why or why not? My daddy was fucking Santa Claus. My daddy was four hundred and twenty pounds and would dress up as Santa Claus. Why the fuck am I believing in Santa Claus? And I got this big ass nigga. <laughs> No. Uh, no. Okay. Cool. No. Uh, so, so you knew. My, my they, parents let me. 
No, my parents tell me where my gifts came from. Oh, they told you? Yeah, that... Nigga, we bought these. Fucking white man. Ain't no white man sneaking in here dropping off no gifts. What the fuck? We didn't have no chimney. What are you gonna do? Come through the front door, sneak to the garage. They go through the electric heater, nigga. Oh dead. Electric heater. Okay, no. Came out the bathroom right after you checked the rear. Talking about yeah, Santa's here. Came through the vents and shit. Fuck no. Came through the vents. How these niggas never go to sleep? Yeah. I miss me all day. Badass. He doesn't take his beard off. I'm fucking dead. No. He got dressed up for everybody to be asleep. <laughs> my, all my daddy was saying, hey, leave some milk and cookies out for Santa Claus and his fat ass eat them. My nigga, you ain't shit. If your fat ass wants some cookies, nigga, just step me and get some cookies. I'll make some cookies for I you. One year, he had like chocolate residue in his yeah, t-shirt. What? Fucking chocolate residue in his t-shirt. Piss me the fuck off. Like, <laughs> you ain't even gonna hide the shit. Right. You eat, you eat the cookies. You eat the cookies. Oh, cookie and milk eating ass. Oh, dear. It pissed me off. Oh, that's funny as fuck, man. Go ahead. So, so, uh, with me, did I believe in Santa as a kid? I feel like, nah, not really. I feel like, um, I feel like Santa Claus, I mean, like, television taught me that Santa Claus was real. But Santa Claus, television also taught me that Santa Claus was fake. So, like, I ain't really have a chance to, man. I feel like I was watching TV and I was like, oh, shit, this shit is cool. But my parents, I don't think they ever confirmed or denied that Santa Claus was real. They just kind of was buying gifts, wrapping them motherfuckers. They show up. We made the cookies. We, we decorated and all that shit. But they ain't never really say, sit down and say, hey, look. Santa Claus comes to your house and drips off gifts that's been good all year. They get you cold if you bad. They ain't never do no shit like that, bro. It wasn't really that fantasy. I'm like, shit, he ain't breaking in this apartment. That nigga that went up to the motherfucking apartment and got the uh, master key and came in our shit. You know what else was funny? Like, and so my, my parents wasn't together growing up. So, like, my dad, I, I vividly remember being, like, the freshest kid on the block. Like... My dad came and dropped off gifts in, like, two big-ass black trash bags for me and my sister. Like, we had all the gifts. So, like, <laughs> I mean, it was it just wasn't nothing to it. Like, I, clearly, I couldn't ignore what I was seeing. Yeah. Like, Daddy, you know Santa Claus personally? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> shit. He brought shit to my house first told me to bring it on over. Here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I feel like that's that was my upbringing with that. So, shit. What about you, Will? Oh, you with me? I was going to go last. But all right, oh. I'll take the show, you know. I, I'm a good hostess. I was going to let the other guests go first. Oh, well. Go ahead, bro. Who is this penitentiary well, was, looking at me? Uh, <laughs> he tried to add me checking. on Facebook. He looked like he fresh out the pen. You, yeah. like, you, you might like somebody out the pen. You can nah, change his life. I don't need no pass around penitentiary dick. I'm cool. Oh, right in there. That nigga kind of look like he's straight out the joint. Yeah, he do. But, nah, shit, I was poor as fuck, so. Ew, we never really, I never really got shit, so I knew the nigga was fake. I was in third grade. I remember getting them motherfuckers. They gave us Ninja Turtles at school, mm -hmm. and they gave the girls Barbie dolls. Mm -hmm. And go home. So you know, Christmas break, you go home. You know, you hanging out and everything. You come back to school. Everybody flexing their new shit. So you like, same oh, shit from last. I got the same shit on. <laughs> even the nigga who was Jehovah's Witness. This nigga ain't even getting number. The nigga got a hundred dollars. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I ain't get shit. $100. <laughs> that nigga got $100. I ain't get shit. Bro. Oh, dude. So, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hitting yeah, the nail on the head today with this shit. Mm -hmm. That shit's crazy. Tell you, you killing you swipe, you killing us today. You Cause killing that shit is you funny. You said you complaining over a crumb of pussy. I'm cracking up. What the fuck? Don't give her no wine when she in her moves. That's what we don't need to do. Oh, my word. But mine is, mine was... The Get same my thing phone. with the whole Santa Claus. So growing up, I used to believe in Santa Claus. So I was about five. Uh -huh. Five ain't that long. Mama did that in the bed real fast. We got into it one day. Oh, at yeah. five? At five. Hold on. I'm going to tell you. I got to get this shit. got into it at five. We got into it at five. <laughs> so she was, we was arguing one day. She told me to do something. And she's like, I need you to do this. And I, are you ain't going to get no Christmas gifts. I said, it don't matter. Because Santa Claus will bring me Christmas gifts anyway. You don't give me nothing for Christmas. Oh, she said, like boy, first off, I'm going to knock your teeth down the back of your fucking throat. You talk to me like that again. And she's like, second off, nigga, ain't no such thing as Santa Claus. I'm motherfucking Santa Claus. I buy the gifts. And then after that, from that day forward, she used to bring the gifts in the house in front of me. 
So I make sure I see her bringing the gifts. <laughs> and then she used to rap the gifts in front of me. Oh, so it's like, nigga, I'm motherfucking Santa Claus. Fuck you, thought. And, and don't then, touch this shit. And don't touch this shit until I say touch this shit. That's crazy. So, as a kid, I grew, I'm bleeding Santa Claus to five. And then my mom was like, nigga, I'm Santa Claus. But I don't feel bad that she did it because I grew up realistically. My thing is, a lot of kids think about Santa Claus and they th- all these other high hopes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like with baby girl. Baby girl don't believe in Santa Claus. Right now, like she know who gets her gifts. And she four. She, and she three. She three. And she know, like if you ask her who got you this, she's like mommy and daddy, or my mm. granny and my grandpa, or my nanny and my poppy, papa. They got me these gifts. So look, you said that, mm-hmm. and it reminded me that I was talking about this at work. Mm-hmm. I usually talk about this at work before I had these conversations with y'all. So he has to have a, a backup plan. No, no, no. I really <laughs> want to get all, everybody's perspective. Anyway. So a lot of people was like, "Well, damn, you you robbing her of her childhood if you tell her, if you tell her the truth, if you don't let her entertain her by Santa Claus." What y'all think about that? As a I, parent, what, how would you raise your kid when it comes to teaching them about holidays and Santa Claus? I, I think it goes. I think it goes. Uh, the best way to do it is to co-parent. So you know, what I'm saying let's do this. You, you talk to the co-parent, talk to the other parent, and you're like, "Okay, well, how should we do this?" You know, with the holidays and everything. If the other parent was like, well, you know, I grew up like this. So, you 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 know, you want to respect everything, but at the same time, you want to be realistic with your kids. My kids, they just like, man, I want this. Okay, cool. They ain't worried about Santa Claus. They ain't worried about none of that, but I got two boys. Mm-hmm. And one, one of them, he's like, hey, man, can I get this Apple Watch? Well, they both then, of age to know well, better. Well, I mean, the youngest one, eight, but you know. Eight is still in that range to where, but yeah. he even, he, but he, you know, he's got an older brother who's like, well, you know, man, I'm just waiting on mom and dad to give me this. So he'd be like, well, shit, I don't believe in Santa neither. So he'd be like, right. hey, so mom, <laughs> can you give me this? Dad, can you give me this? And I'm like, nigga, stop asking me for shit. <laughs> <laughs> get it, get it, don't you don't. I didn't get shit. So, you know, but I don't try to force that on them. Cause I'm like, you know, I didn't, even, I didn't even like Christmas for the longest time. Cause I was like, nigga, I ain't never get shit. So I fucking hate Christmas. But then when, you know, you get kids, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want to deprive my kids of shit because I didn't have shit. So then it's like, okay, well, at first, you know, they were believing in it and shit. But then it's just like, they kind of grew out of it. Mm-hmm. And I, you just, I just let them grow out of it. Man, we have a few people at work. They was talking about how Christmas as a as a kid was magical for them that they believed in Santa and baking those cookies. It was the best time of their life, and were I'm they, like, were they, were they white? Definitely. Okay. I know. You answer the question. You answer the question. Definitely. Shit, my girl, like, we made motherfucking cookies. They're gonna be like, I've got the Christmas music playing. I've got my tinsel up. I've got this going on. I'll be like, Yo, who up? I'm about to say, what the fuck is tinsel? But I don't want to be that person, man. What the fuck is tinsel? But you know what? I know what a utensil is, my motherfucker. Decorations. That's some shit you eat with. Oh, I'm sorry. Decorations. Decorations is a broadband. Okay, nigga said tinsel just blew me left. The actual word. The actual word is tinsel? For some of it. Shit, I don't know. Tinsel is the little sparkly shit that you put up and it's like draped around your house. I thought it was just fucking glittery ass garland. So you're telling me that the glittery shit that hangs off of the stuff on Christmas is called who? Tinsels. Fucking tinsels. Okay. You ever so, heard like Tinseltown and all this all sparkly and all that shit? Who I used to work at Disney too. You ain't never heard of Tinseltown? Nigga, no. Nigga, no. I'm puzzled. Wait, I am I am a buffooed. <laughs> yeah, everybody got their motherfucking phones out. Somebody put yeah, in Google Tinseltown. <laughs> I'm not saying that you are lying. I, I've I'm not saying it, that you are lying. Thank you. I, you. I've heard Thank of you. it, bro. Nigga it's making a... me look like I'm just sitting up here making shit no, up. No, I'm looking. You see the people like, like but I'm just saying. You seem educated. This is the look I got from everybody that. I was 28 years old when I found out. Today years old. Today years a, old. As a four, tinsels. five, six, seven, eight seconds Harris. ago, I learned what the fuck Tinseltown was, bruh. <laughs> Tinseltown. Shit, I'm sorry. I ain't cultured oh, enough to know what the fucking I'm, holiday I mean, shit. I, he'd have been somewhere in life and I, I, I whoa 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 I, let's not start name calling I ain't done that I ain't been nowhere in life <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but he know what tins was on I, I, but he I ain't been, been nowhere in life I've been a couple places I've been a name calling that's, that's right. it 
fans, if y'all knew what Tinseltown was when I post this, please comment and let us know if you Man, knew what it that's was. Funny. Tinsel. Okay. Well, tinsel is the decoration. Tinsel town is okay. something So, else. in the black household, it's just called decoration. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Back to the original point. You guys, I digress. It's the same topic, though. Yeah. It really it's the same topic. Yeah, funny, though. It's, it's, it's a variation of the topic. It's a, it's a decoration of the topic. Yeah. Back to the original. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh. Yeah. What? <laughs> Mellow it. Mellow it. <laughs> you a sweaters nigga smoke weed. <laughs> Hey, my thing with that though is like y'all hit it right on the head. I think there's a there's a cultural difference, there's a race difference between how you grew up because and this is what I told him. I said at the I was like, how old was you still believing in Santa Claus? They said I probably you know was like at least seven or eight, and I was like, shit. By then I knew crackheads was real. <laughs> oh me, oh, real shit. You, you learned all that shit <laughs> at young age. Hey, by the age of eight, I knew about all of that. <laughs> Like, you know, I went to the store by yourself. Yeah. Like, did you go to the candy lady house? Like, like shit. You lived a real sheltered life. Because I didn't, I wasn't privileged enough not to know Santa wasn't real. Nigga, okay. once you get a motherfucking beating and they tell you, stop crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Nigga, you, yeah. nigga, you, you living. You what? got threatened with a woman for crying. Yeah, right. be like, you just did this shit and you want me to stop doing this? Right. <laughs> I'm going to hit you again. Or you going to make me hit me some more? <laughs> I don't know how that works, but okay, I'ma try. And what's the sound you make when they tell you? Man, you trying your hardest, but you try, you try to hyperventilating, chest <laughs> pounding. I fucking did. They, they trying to kill you? Yep, most definitely. Yeah, oh, bro, they try to kill me. I realized I think at that age I was bad as hell. I'm, we up late night playing a game. We, we not talking about we, ass whoopers. It's the last time I was triggered. You been waiting on Santa Claus. Nigga was down there growing, getting ass whooping. I got my last ass whooping at 18. Man. Shut up. In the middle yes. of the living room. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is an episode called hold, hold My Dime. Hold the dime. Hold the dime. Hey, go back like four episodes. Four episodes and listen to it. Hold the dime. Ass whooping at 18. The, the, the worst ass whooping I ever got was when I was a young kid. And, I, you know, you young and you're like, all right, well, I'm going to do whatever I want to do because you kind of start. And I was a boy and I was the oldest. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, and my mom was my, I was raised by my grandma. So my mom would come get me sometimes. She'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to town. Here you go. Here, get this uh this freeze pop. I think I told you about this. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well I want that. I want Doritos. Mm. Nah, you getting this. <laughs> I want that. She bought it anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was gonna make me eat it. And I'm like, I told you I want this, but you're gonna make me eat it. Okay, so we go to my auntie house. She go in there and get a belt and come back out and we standing outside <laughs> the car. Okay. Still ain't gonna eat this shit. I don't care what you're talking about. And she put it in my hand, so I shove it back in her hand. She put it back in my hand. She was like, eat that freeze pop, boy. Superstar pop, the red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what kid, what parent whooping somebody ass for eating junk food? Oh, she forcing it. Black pants. You going to the league, right. It was, it was ego thing at that point. It wasn't so, even about the Yeah, school. it really was. It was about like, nigga, you going to do what I say, do, basically. So I'm like, okay. So she put it back in my hand. So I'm standing there, and I'm looking. We're not even in the town I live in. Mm-hmm. Like, we're at my aunt's house. And I'm like, looking around. I'm like, where the fuck can I go? We're going to run to? Yeah. So I threw it at her and I started running. <laughs> Run out this little parking lot. I'm so I'm running. Dead. And I'm like, she's not going to chase me. I know she ain't going to chase me. But you, when, you, when you're a kid, you're thinking you're thinking that your parents are old and they're not, they not on your level. Like, I'm an athlete. I can run and shit. You ain't going to catch me. Mm-hmm. I didn't she, open that. And she caught oh, her I, I started running and I looked back. I'm like, she ain't gonna run after me. I look back. It's under the chair. She on my motherfucking heels. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, I'm gonna hit this bitch. You jumped in the ditch? I jumped over the ditch. You jumped over the ditch. I jumped over the ditch. I'm like, she not gonna. I'm like, she not gonna jump this bitch. She does that shit. So I'm like, fuck, she on me. Nigga, she on me. Mom was a track athlete. He didn't even know. look, I'm going back and forth and I'm like, if I can get to this stop sign in this straightaway. I'm going to be cool. She's not going to run down the street. Shit. Shit. I'm looking and I'm like, damn, man. She she closing the distance on my ass. So I'm running. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to make this last jump. Make that last jump, nigga. She reached out on my ass, caught me, dragged me back to the house, beat my ass, made me eat the Superstar Pop. I hate them shits to this day. <laughs> never fucking eat one in my Never eat one. I, I ain't ain't one of them motherfuckers since the mid-80s, nigga. I'm dead as fuck. The mid-80s. Hey, I'm dead, bro. She, she caught, not only did she do all you going to make me run? She got that one law. Dragged me. You going to make me run? Beat your ass like, when I catch you. Grabbed me by the back of my, caught me like mid-air, nigga. I'm on that last little <laughs> leap. And I'm like, if I get to the stop sign, the straightaway, she ain't going to catch me. Shit, caught me. Nick, get over here. Get over right, right, right my ass. <laughs> I was over with. Beat my ass. Made me eat that motherfucker sobbing. That's crying and shit. And this motherfucker made me eat that motherfucker. I was like, nigga, never again. <laughs>
But Don't I digress, like that. you said. I'm sorry. Please, go back Don't to the Back to the Christmas time. It's, it's, remember as a kid, you used to try to do dumb shit to try to stay up and catch Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Nigga. I know people who did that shit. I ain't do that I shit. I think it, it's, it's not possible. I think parents drug their kids on the night. I, <laughs> also, I want to have this conversation. I think parents drug their kids on Christmas Eve. Because <laughs> there's two you things to this. Stay up all night. You, can, night cool you can never juice. stay up. You no matter how hard you try, you always and fall I was asleep. Night mm-hmm. like, as a kid, and as a kid, you could stay up all goddamn night. And you was on break. You wasn't at school. Yep. You know you could just stay up, but you can never stay up on Christmas Eve. It had to be that family dinner you had before. Or something. Oh, you want some Kool Aid? There you go, baby. You want some juice? They put they drugging the kids on Christmas Eve. Gotta be. But then my, my mama got to the point. My mama got to the point because I think I was the only kid. Parent mama they did this. She switched. Bottle of scissor. We never we never open we never open presents on Christmas. At a certain age, we stopped opening open presents on Christmas. What? So my mama switched it up on us. On like probably when I had to be thirteen or twelve or when the ten to thirteen, one of them ages. She switched it up. She's like, y'all niggas, ungrateful. Yeah, niggas, it's too nosy. Cause you know, as a kid, you start mm-hmm. sneaking in and try to look at shit. Shit, I sneak. She's like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. This is how she start doing it from this from this point on. At this time frame, we had we had a little more money at this time frame back when we was kids. So we would open a gift every day up until Christmas Day, and then we open all the gifts on Christmas. That's when we had a little money. But so your mama had fucking money. Nigga, I think my mom was selling drugs. Nigga, day, we could open lie. one gift on Christmas Eve. Shout out to mama, because I think I think mama mama used to sell that. that, that she that, was Griselda Blanco, huh? She <laughs> played with that white girl, yeah, huh? Yeah, Because she's the only mother I left for. I left for college freshman year. My freshman year, 2010, we had all fat back TVs in the house. I came back from first break. It was all flat screens in the house. I said, huh, huh, what you been doing? She said, never mind my damn business. I said, nigga, ain't no way in hell. <laughs> ain't no way I know Sam. I said, cause you, I said, you got Wi Fi that work consistently now, and you got flat screen TVs. And I, I just left. I said, you must be doing something. But let me get back to the story if I yeah, forget. Like so then we got to the point where she got, she's like, she got tired of it. So my mother switched it up. Wasn't no such thing as Christmas. Oh, Chris, get those no more. Every year, Christmas Eve, 8 o'clock at night, we opened all the gifts. Then she'd be like, don't wake me up in the morning. Don't ask me for shit tomorrow. Your shit is open already. Leave me the fuck alone all day tomorrow. I used to hate that shit. I went, we could open up one gift on, on Christmas Eve. Then I had to wake mm-hmm. up earlier than everybody else and cook breakfast. Then wake everybody ass up. That's why everybody Let them open their gifts. Damn. Then let them open their gifts. Then we ate breakfast and then we all went back to sleep. Damn. Nah, we gonna go back to sleep. Yeah, you nah, open all them toys up and went to sleep and ain't play? Tripping. I was not really a toy kid. Fuck that, man. We had everything. We had motherfucking... And I didn't do Barbies either. I mean, model, have you seen have me? Model. I don't... What you get for Christmas? Huh? What you get for Christmas? Our two uh, front teeth. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I had like that weird shit that kids get, like the rock tumbler and shit like that. Uh, mm, jewelry make... I'll make, I I make the fuck out of some jewelry. Not the little colorful neon shit, but the actual shit. Mm, like I, I asked for I books. No, I didn't get shit for Christmas. And shit like that. I, the only like doll I had was a Lisa Leslie Barbie. Ooh, nigga, that's that's really the only it one I Lisa had. Lisa Leslie? Right. That's really taking it That's back. the only one I had in my life. And I used to pop the head off my sister's shit. I didn't give a fuck. You narcissist. I be- <laughs> my sister's three years younger than me. We had the same birthday three years apart. Damn. So like, I would fuck with I her. I had two cousins exactly like that. Both yep. of my birthdays are on July 4th. Ours is June 3rd. That's crazy. I used to fuck well, see, I got a cousin exactly a year older than me. Her birthday is September 27th. That's day. crazy. And I don't know how people like because her mama and my mama were born on the same day too. I got a brother. He's his birthday is the day before mine, but I'm the oldest. <laughs> my oh. thing, my thing with that though is back to that nigga statement. Oh, what was who was on the ever? That was you. What he said? I'm older than my youngest brother. <laughs> 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 Hey man, y'all know I be drinking and shit. <laughs> shit, right. So I'm my this guy can't be buying brother. fucking wine to get us late. <laughs> this motherfucker came with five bottles of wine. Oh I'm over here. Tea. I am older than my youngest brother, man. I'm saying no more. I said some stupid shit like that recently. I can't even hold you. Oh my God. Uh, you remember we was on that uh, chat? Everybody that probably don't know this, but we be. Uh, Talking all the shit in the world because we all do fantasies together and shit. Mm-hmm. And you said something on there, and I can't remember. You misspelled something, and I just kept on saying the shit over and oh over and over God. again. And I'm just like, what was it? 
was it right or some shit like that? I, I can put my. Did I spell it wrong? Yeah, you spelled it wrong. I spelled it wrong. And I was just like, nigga, I'm never gonna, I ain't never gonna <laughs> stop doing this shit. Man. I did. I, I literally did that shit for like two weeks in a row. Yeah, I just kept you. saying the same word, and I'm like, and I capitalized it and make sure that you've seen it every single time. Because there's so many motherfuckers on there, and they just be going back and forth all the time. So you don't ever catch everything. I want them to catch everything. That's funny as fuck. Because what did I say? What did I fuck? Gravitate. 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 And I said, words are hard. So that's been thing ever since then. Gravitate. Words are hard. That's her phrase right there. Put it on the shirt. Put it on the shirt. Shit. <laughs> we struggling. God damn. Get we, a always, couple of we, we get way off topic. Wines. God damn. Alright. So we was talking about the Christmas story. So that was my Christmas. Yeah. How my Christmas got changed. Okay. What about it's you? My fault. What was your next one, sir? Uh next topic. Next topic was Alright, here we go. Oh, so let's let's brace ourselves. Let's get well, back I'm to fucked. let's get back to the mind before you go to this one because you about to ask the one about what you was taught. No, I'm going to ask the one about, um, all right, here, I'm just going to go. Is this in the group chat? Yes. Okay, then I'm not looking back at this shit. <laughs> all right, here you go. What is your opinion on taking mental health breaks from, or in mental health days from work? So calling off, you ever heard of that phrase, mental yeah. health day? Yeah. A day that you call off to kind of uh, help you deal with the stresses of work yeah. or so more emotional get your others. mind right for the next day. You need, oh, no, that, I, you need that day. Some of us are more emotional than others. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let the person take the wheel. Motherfucker, don't look at me. I, I didn't First look- off, <laughs> as a person that works in mental behavioral health, I advocate for that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had a meeting about that today at work. They were just like, if you need a day where you because you were just completely overwhelmed with I'm a foster care case manager. That and I partnered with children's division, that shit is hard. Division. You know, so they say sometimes you need that time. If you need to just go work from home or just take a day, they're mm-hmm. open to doing that just because we have the means to be able to do that. But in my previous job, wasn't no fucking taking no mental health day. But most people don't understand that. Yes, you are going to be stressed the fuck out. Take your day. Because, yeah, you may, you may miss out on a day's worth of money, but, like, is that... You know, is that more important than your mental health? But in some in some cases, like, but if you're taking a mental health day, can't you use that as a self sick day? Mm-hmm. Either that or P- or use your PTO. PTO. Yeah, um, because mm-hmm. like like I've been seeing it's been floating around where it says that you're always replaceable. Fuck yeah. Please be mindful of yes, you go to work every day. We gonna work to the day we die. Shit, if we ain't Jeez. fortunate enough to fucking retire. But, like, real shit, though. Like, you're, you're irreplaceable. <laughs> as soon as they get rid of you, somebody else is coming right behind you. So, like, That's if you fact. need to take that time, take that time. Because it's not work you... You can't get it back. Because once you, once you mentally stress yourself out, that st- starts to eat at you physically. You know, and you cannot be productive in your job if you are not 100% where you need to be. That's real shit. Like, my thing is... Cause I ain't gonna say no names. This wine getting to me, Jesus. TCSTL. Um, um, TCSTL. <laughs> TCSTL is one of the places that you need. AKA SLCRC. Yeah, slick motherfucking Rick. I don't know what the ABCDEFG is. It's a place that all of us work at or work at, some to the extent of others. That place makes you have to take mental days. But nigga, you never want to work anyway. That's why. He took extra days. I like. I took like. <laughs> as long as you ain't doing the shit like Clemens did, you straight, bro. Because on Thursday we we will work. It'd be days where I work midnight to four, or midnight to three, or midnight to two. They should expect you to still be back at midnight. Oh, that's a bag of dicks. I couldn't. You're right, and then they try to they try to play you because after sixteen, they was technically supposed to let you not come back to work. Correct. Or ask you if you wanted to come in. They start cutting you off at three thirty. They'd be like, oh well, they ain't sixteen hours. You can still come back tonight. You remember Hudson, Harold Hudson? Mm-hmm. He was a supervisor. Me and Barry was working. It was Valentine's Day, and I think this was like 2014. He was. We were there till like 6.30, and we was like, fuck it, we gonna stay. So I'm hiding out, mm-hmm. trying to find a place. I'm like, shit, I ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker made us leave at 6.30, 6.45. He made us leave. Your ship's gonna need you. I'm like, just let us stay, man. We'll, we'll come back. Thinking myself, fuck, no, I'm not coming back. Yeah. But he was like, nah, I got to kick you out of here. Made us leave and then made us, and then we had to come back, which we didn't have to, obviously, but, you know. 
So that place, that's, my mental health days is that place. If I work back-to-back days, almost 13, 14 hours, I wouldn't come back the third day. You kept me 14, it kept me 14 hours, I wouldn't come back the next day. You need Because you need the mental health days. It's like my thing is you overwork yourself already, and you already overworking me. You want me to be on my A game, I'm going to have to take that day to be on my A game when I come back. Because I'm going to come back after being on the world the day before and be on my negative C game. Right. My, go ahead, go ahead. My, my whole thing about it is that it's definitely, um, I think it's real. I'm taking a mental health day. Um, most people, I think it's qualified. Like, I know with our jobs, it's like, you just calling in sick, I ain't going to be here today. And they don't even second guess the shit. Like, they don't even ask you about it, nothing. Um, and I, the reason it was brought up is because I, they 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 apparently they think it's a millennial thing. They think it's mm-hmm. like we've gotten to a point where we're more aware of mental health. We all have a doctor or a counselor, and it's become to this point where now we're trying to do things to advocate uh, for a better work environment. But my biggest concern is that sometimes it's needed because, like you said, Taylor, I'm not going to be productive if I come here stressed the fuck out. So I know that about myself, and if I snap out on some damn body because Life is hard, and now I got to be dealing with work when I really wasn't prepared to be here, or you know my mind ain't right to be here. Yep. Like that'll fuck you up. You like, hey man, I'm not going another day. <laughs> I, I feel you. I mean, I want to make a comment on it, but I want to ask you, being in your current position now, because you know I did that position too. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about those now? Or do you feel do you feel more strongly about them now because of the job that you do now, as opposed yeah. to? Being at TCSTA, I, I do because. Uh, but also, keep in mind, your workload is completely different. It you're is. in a completely different position, and uh-huh. now it's more pertinent based on what you're doing as it, opposed to what exactly. you were doing. So, if y'all, I mean, the listeners pretty much know, I was a CO before, and before working inside of an institution, you're sitting there. Uh, Life goes on. Yeah, because if, if you got a good routine, yeah, then you're good. You can just walk in, do your daily routine, go home. You don't have to think about what happened after you leave. Only what happens when you're there. Exactly. And now, as a probation parole officer, I, I have a caseload. I have several. What is it? Sixty people that mm-hmm. I'm responsible for in the community, and I have to you think don't about have a all of them. Caseload, do you? No. Okay. It's a primary caseload, which. Most of them are well behaved, but then you have, I probably got about, maybe about 15 people who are bad apples, but you got to constantly be thinking about them and they might call you while you out of, out of the office. Um, they might call you, um, just a time that you stress the fuck out and you still are their primary person that they're, that they're expecting to be there at all Mm -hmm. times. So it is a difference and I think about it, but still. My mental health is my mental health. Right. It's always an officer of the day or uh, it's a, a supervisor or one of my partners or coworkers that will step in willingly because we all, we all need that day. And I think we mutually understand that one person can't do everything. True. So that's why the system is set up the way it is for me to be carefree when I call off. I don't care. She when did. I call off, I knew I meant it. And one thing I want to say, <laughs> shout out to my pops. He said he listened to the show. And something he taught me growing up, he said, yo, never work on your birthday. You can work every other day of the week, I mean, of the year, but never work on your birthday. And I saw my hold to. If I, if I request off, I better get it because I ain't coming. <laughs> <laughs> I better get it because I ain't coming. I feel what you're saying, but the thing, I just seem to get in these positions where I'm on call 24-7. You see that I have two phones. That is my work phone. That stays mm-hmm. on 24-7. Mm. So if I have, because I work with older youth, like these kids are in programs, like I got, what, 17-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old, and somebody's about to age out next year. So I have a caseload of like older youth that they sometimes need, you know, some additional assistance with whatever. Um, Or my supervisor could call me for some emergency. Like we get kids placed 24 hours a day. So like if I get a kid that's new on my caseload, I got to go meet. Mm-hmm. The officers or whoever has this kid, yeah. you know, so it's not really a break from it. I mean, other than my Saturday, Sunday, and even then, like I said, I could get called in at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you be teasing me when I get home at like five o'clock. Don't be judging me. <laughs> dark but when like, you leave it's, and it's, dark when you get It's not back. really a break. I mean, like, but I feel like it depends on the relationship you have with your supervisor, excuse me, to where you can say, you know, I need, I need a day, you know, and 
in in the position I am I am in, I can kind of maneuver that. But a lot of people ain't that fortunate. Just like, for example, that nurse that was circulating around social media that ended up committing suicide due to the stresses of her job and, mm-hmm. you know, life and everything else. Like, yes, we may advocate for mental health, but there's a reason for that because we see, like, our older family members that are constantly stressed the hell out or working literally to the day they die or talking about how, how horrible their careers were or bouncing from job to job because they're not mm-hmm. happy where they at. Um, like... We I'm pretty sure we have family members that worked in like factories or like in, in the industry like industrial like industry, you know, and how much that wears on the mind and on mm-hmm. the body and and now we're seeing that these people are filing lawsuits yep. saying, Hey, I went under this much trauma and this much stress and this is how it's, you know, affected mm-hmm. me, you know, in my old age. And we like, We ain't trying to deal with that shit. Yep. Exactly. You know, why don't we put certain things in place so that we not only protect them and their product, but we can protect ourselves as well. So I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Because that was horrible to see. She was actually, she was beautiful and she was a nurse. Mm -hmm. You know, she was working constant 12-hour shifts with, like, sometimes no break at all. You know, I mean, and I understand that in certain industries, like, you really ain't got no day that you could just not be there. Like, medical, you you gotta be there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you good, bro. Go ahead. Nah, I was just gonna say, like, I can. Me being in all the positions I've been been in, I can relate to everybody sitting at this table because I worked for Children's Division for years, and you know, you have to deal with kids all the time. Like, your kid break up this displacement, you got to get there and get them another placement. Yep. I've worked in group homes. I've been a case manager in group homes. I worked as a CEO. A sergeant, and I've been a PO in the field. Mm-hmm. And when you're a PO in the field, there's nothing more stressful than being just shifted around because they're like, "Oh man, you'd be good for this program," and you're brand new, mm-hmm. but they're not teaching you the things that you need to know. And they're like, "Oh well, here, you know, do this, do this, do this," and you're like, "Okay, well, I don't understand how to do that because I, the, you're you're understanding that I came from a corrections background, but we didn't perform these duties there. So how am I supposed to know how to do these? Now you're being even more stressed because you don't know what you're doing." And in the training that you receive, it's not the training that you need for right, the so, job. Mm-hmm. And so you get out here and you're, you know what I'm saying, you're only doing the things that you've learned thus far. And then you're like, okay, well, damn, how am I supposed to do this? And my main problem was this. I was taught a lot of things, but I wasn't taught all of the things that I needed to know. So I'm very good with my clientele. I'm very good with handling clients, handling their issues, doing the things that, you know, getting them to where they need to get to being a realistic person with them. Right. However, taking on all of their problems on top of having my own problems, on top on top of my problems within my job, I had to do all of that, which is extremely just it wears on you extremely bad. It's too much and, to ask of one person. And it mm-hmm. is. And so you know what I'm saying, but the thing is everybody else is like, oh well shit, you can't take a day out because you'll be so far behind. And you are behind. Because that work ain't going nowhere. The work is not going nowhere at all. when you get back. And even when, you know, and, and I hate it, I, would, I hated people seeing my clients because you don't know what's going on with my client. And my clients don't want to talk to anybody except for me. Right. Because they're like, no, this is the rapport I have with you. One lady told me, she was like, actually, even when I worked for Children's Division, I was in court. The client was about to get transferred to a um, career a career foster home. So that's a whole nother worker. I was just a primary ACA, a Alternative care and FCS worker. So I'm like, okay, cool. She's a fucking weirdo. Her mom is too, so I don't even want to deal with her anymore. Even better. So we get into court. The lady's like, okay, well, um, you know, what are we going to do? You know, I'm like, well, I'm just, I'm coming to court this time. This is the last time for me. She's going to be transferred to a a career foster home worker. Oh, and the lady said, well, she said, well, what, what, what do you think about this? She was like, well, I don't um I don't necessarily approve of it, but if they gotta do what they gotta do, that's fine. But uh I like Mr. Parr. Me and him work well together. I don't wanna tell my story to nobody else. So the judge court ordered me to stay on the case. And I'm like, okay, well that's super shitty. I ain't wanna deal with y'all no more, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I stuck it up and I did it. Um Stuck it up, huh? Sucked it up. Yeah. <laughs> sucked it up and I did it. <laughs> and so basically that and then you know other clients where people were like, Oh well no, you're gonna be stuck with this client. Nobody else wants this client. They send them to me. <sighs> All right, well I guess I'll deal with them. This client is a 
a complete fucking train wreck. Oh, well, they're doing good now. Oh, man, how'd you get them to do that? I'm like, talk to them like a regular person. Right. Just, you know, do the things that they need to do, help them do the things that they needed to do. Oh, well, okay. Oh, Mr. Parr, um, I didn't want to tell you this, but I've been doing heroin for the last month. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> okay. That's well, not real. <laughs> let me, uh... Like, oh, how do you shit. want to do this? Well, I don't want my dad to know, you know. I'm like, well, you said that he's very supportive, you know. Why wouldn't you want him to, you know, help you out with this? No, because I don't want him to be upset with me and be disappointed. I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm just going down the line, just calling. Anybody can call to get this lady into detox and treatment. Mm -hmm. And all of that shit is just so extremely wearing. I was at training. I was at firearms training. I'm still calling like, hey, you know, do you have a bed available yet? Because, you know, I got this lady. She really, really needs to get in there. You know, she's... She's using a little bit day by day so that she's not, you know, dope sick. So I'm like, is there anything that we could do? We just so happened we had a bed available. It'll be available at noon. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to call her right now. And I'll call to the office and have somebody, you know, call her. But that shit is so wearing on you and your regular life. And you're not even at the office and you still have to do this shit. Right. Mm. And you can't take time off because it's so much shit going on. Now, like TCSTL. I don't give a fuck what go on in there because it's gonna always be somebody there, <laughs> and, right. and it's and it's not just you know a it's not just where this one person has my caseload or this one person has to deal with this person. Yeah. Everybody can deal with right. it, so it doesn't bother me there because I'm like if I call out then you, shit you got it somebody got it, but in, in my office where I had my own particular cases I'm like oh, okay fuck this nigga just tried to kill somebody all right cool let me uh write this shit up and go do this fucking uh violation interview. So mental health days are real. You need those shit. We can't back nothing up after that. He he gave he gave a solution. Gave a the hypotenuse, the pie, <laughs> the square. He gave it all. The what? The pie, the pie. square. No, the other word. The circumference. The circumference. The hypotenuse. Hypotenuse. No. I gave it the pie the three point one four. There you go. Six nine twelve. What other numbers? That's a long bit. One more time. And the square. Well, we almost said the, the end part of the show. So you know we gotta end the show on a funny note. Mm. Oh fuck. So, my boy A was texting me, shitty booty ass nigga, was texting me, and he said, how do y'all feel about courtesy flushing? Depends where you at. Thank you. You hit the nail on the head. Shit, if I'm at home, I'm dropping bombs on Baghdad, nigga, at this fucking point. I, 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 I don't get what they like to call a fuck. Right, not one, not two. I'm like fucking Lizzo's little purse. These are the amount of fucks I can hold oh, at home. But in public, I feel like it's very much essential because in public, what, what public, what public, what public, what public are you talking about? Like, because if like, you, it, hey, it's been them moments when you are away from the house and that shit comes real quick and you just got to relieve yourself. There ain't no crazy flush with that. So other people's houses. Other people's houses. Other people's houses. I'm trying to get to a place where it's secluded. And I'm like, man, hopefully they got two bathrooms. I, go somewhere. I always get caught in a situation where I have to go to the bathroom and then the toilet don't flush. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm the weird one. I can't use the bathroom outside the house. Cause I got a shower. I got a shower. I got a shower. My older son do that. He be like, he be at school. He be like, Dad, can you come get me? I'm like, fuck no. Nah. <laughs> damn, damn pop the shit, boy. Damn, pop right. Him, get him. I'm like, you know how many schools I done shit it in? This school, that's how many schools I shat in, nigga. You use a proper tense, my nigga. How many schools I shat in in my life, that nigga. Word of the day is shat. Shat. Shat in. No, word of the day is thimble. Tinsel. Tinsel. Tinsel words. And putrid, goddamn. God damn. Yeah, that's the word putrid. <laughs> hey, Kim, we gotta get out there. You're grown as hell. What? Everybody shit. That man, you the whole, whole eight hours at work. I was come home and shit to shower because I got a shower afterwards. I mean, I I, I, I got some wipes that I carry in my purse. I didn't even my home. My best friend hit me today. He'd be like, "Nigga, you don't use wipes." I'm like, "Nigga, I use toilet paper." What the fuck are you saying? You got probably got dingleberries and shit. I don't know. I give a uh, thorough ass wiping. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty shit. good at it by now. Yeah, <laughs> like I done put some time in. That toilet paper. Hey, that's, what, that's what Nick had told me though. He's like, bro, yeah, I use Miranda, wipes. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I use wipes. That little, like, that little bitty <laughs> nigga. He probably, he probably, motherfucker probably faster. don't even shit nothing but flowers or some shit. <laughs> Tiny motherfucker. He like his, like his ass ain't. So, um, so everybody, y'all, you give them a courtesy flush. If I'm in public, but hey, I work with some ladies. They I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I don't, if I can shit in public, I would I'm like, damn. I it's it's public, 8 o'clock in the morning. Shit. And part of my language was, fuck that. <laughs> If I'm in if I'm in a Walmart or some shit like that, nigga, if I'm shitting, I don't give a fuck about none of that yeah. shit. Guess what, nigga? When I leave out of here, you don't give a fuck about me. 
And I damn sure don't get back this nigga in this style. Hey. I just don't want you to look me in my face and be like, shoes that you was wearing. I was fucking motherfucker that was in there. Did y'all hide your shoes and shit? Yeah, hey, hey, the man should try to cash hey, out. Hey, nigga, you, like, you was in there shitting a minute ago, but you ain't flushed. Sit <laughs> in there with your knees up and shit. Now, it's been like, I'm at certain family members' houses and we got a family event. Family? I courtesy flushed in. You got to. I courtesy flushed in a family event. There's a whole bunch of people there. I courtesy flushed in. I, I make sure it's some damn air freshener in there. Yeah, still, I done been to a bathroom at a, at a uh, family reunion or whatever, and motherfuckers always catch you coming out and be like, hey, what's going on? I be like, God, let's get away from this door. <laughs> nigga, it's, it's hot here. It's warm and shit, nigga. I just got. It don't let it be an outside on? like picnic or some what's shit. What's going on, Unc? Sweating and shit. Right. It's hot. Ain't no circulation. They got a little fucking, uh, what is it? Fucking vents in the damn top of the damn thing. Y'all is stupid, man. That's some shit, though. They like give you a hug, reach your head in the door, and you like, oh, shit. My my hands is wet, nigga. Stanley. He's like, so, damn, Mike, you're depends on where you at. Yep. So to wrap it up, my last question of the day. It's going to be some bullshit. The question of the day. When it comes to cereal, are you the type of person that puts the cereal in the bowl first? Or do you pour the milk and thought, then pour the cereal? I thought every human poured the cereal first. You well, pour the first cereal off, first. And I burp, excuse me. You said you pour the cereal first? Cereal first. You do what, Mr. A? Oh, yeah, cereal first, bro. Cereal. What you do? You I don't weird. do none of them shits. Some weird shit. I what eat the cereal do? out the box because I don't drink milk and I don't eat cereal with milk. This man. Right. You Mick weirdo. What the you fuck? mean? Fuck milk. Who the fuck drinks milk? I drink almond milk. You real I don't milk. drink no I damn do, milk. Make asshole that you are. <laughs> I drink almond milk. No, I don't drink milk. Period. So there's no point. I but eat. I just put enough milk in there to kind of wet the cereal, but that's about it. I put nah, my hand in the box. I put, my, I put a bottle. So, so the additional question is, do you drink the milk after, not you, because you a weirdo. Do you drink the milk after you eat the cereal? Audacity. Man, it depends on what I got to do that day, because I'm lactose intolerant. Nigga, why are you eating cereal and with milk at all? Because I eat, I fuck some dairy up. I just got to plan my day right. Like... <laughs> I you do, the nigga that the courtesy flush about. I do oh courtesy flush. I courtesy flush because my no. shit be fucked up, bro. I, I, and I take long shits. Little little hint about me. I take long shits. Like, I be in that motherfucker with a cell phone. I don't know, been at work with you. Like, that static picture of what it feel like when your legs go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that shit happen a lot. My fucking toes. I be wiggling a bit. like... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, you a nasty. If you if you drinking the milk afterwards, you a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, that's nasty. I drink the milk. Hey, this should be tasting fire. Ain't never had no tricks. Ain't no cocoa puffs. You don't drink your and milk. Drink the milk. You don't drink the milk. Period. I put enough milk in there oh, to I wet the cereal. Shit. So by the time I'm done eating the cereal, it's soaked all in. Yeah, it's gone. And you just pour, you just pour and, the milk down. And the if drain? it's too much milk. I just put some more cereal in it. Shit, I, I, done, I, done, I done put my milk my, my milk bowl back in the refrigerator and pour cereal on that top of that shit do. before. That's, bla- that's blasphemous. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> you, pour the milk back in. you see you pour the milk back in? No. You put it in the fridge. I take the bowl, set that motherfucker in the fridge until I come back for my that next bowl of cereal before it. Who are you? What? A who? fucking savage? You Nick? Neanderthal? Were you raised by a pack of wolves? Uh, Nigga, first of all, that milk tainted. You put a top on top of the bowl, you just put it in the refrigerator with no top on it. I have definitely done that shit without a top. I don't even know what to say to you right Our now. Our friendship is You got onion flavored milk. Onion flavored? Yeah, because all the smells from that thing gonna go in that milk. Or at least some greens. Man, bro, I think it was like broke week, and I was like, man, it's a box of cereal, but it's like, this is the last So you saving that milk for another box of cereal? Okay, we're done. We're done. He's recycling milk. He don't recycle pussy. He don't recycle milk. He recycles milk. But like, shit, I use it for some tricks, but some cocoa pussy be fire too. I use that fruity ass, chocolate ass cereal. I'm like, these lucky trolls might not be bad with this. You put some motherfucking cinnamon toast crunch in this bitch? The taste that you can see. Shit and feel, motherfucker. At this point, he's tasting everything in the refrigerator at once. Bro, I have done that shit before, man. Don't judge me. That no. Don't I'm wrapping this up because he just killed the whole vibe with that nasty, <laughs> fi- trifling pack of wolves mentality. This is If You Will, your boy Will. If I'm You in. Will. Instagram, William Kibble Jr., JR35. Twitter, Kibbles with a Z35 from French Wee Wee. Snapchat, William Kibble. And then, you know, if y'all want to get y'all, you know. That's too damn long. Too much for you? All yeah. Right.
Oh yeah, y'all got you. Hey, y'all been following my Instagram. I fucks with that, y'all. Yeah, I think y'all like me a little bit. They like me. They really like me. Hey, your boy on Snapchat too. King AJ nine one nine. Nothing. No social. He has no social, but he taught us two words today. About three. Three. Putrid. Putrid. I got to add that one. Shat. 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 With and a tinsel. And tinsel. So on that note, I'm about to go put my tinsels up while I shat and use my putrid. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> I'm dead. We out. Totally out of